rip. Yes, we are alive from Master Closet Studios. You're listening to the only podcast on the internet that really just kind of crashed and burned, guys, over the holidays. And it time crashed, the- if you will. We, ah, ah, I see what you did there. We time crashed. Uh, we really much, did. Much <laughs> like did. the TARDIS crashing into the Titanic, we cra- or or into itself, into itself at this point. We don't know what happened. We have no earthly idea. We crashed into ourselves, and um, <laughs> so guys, uh, let, let's let's intro and then we'll talk about what happened. Uh, guys, you're listening to the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin, and as always, I'm the Whovian. and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast, introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And two, two sons who haven't. And you are listening to episode number 39, covering the 2007 Children in Need mini-sode entitled Time Crash. Uh, so guys, here's what happened. We recorded this episode, and it was fun, and it was dynamic, and energetic, and spontaneous, and then it didn't record properly. <laughs> the files got corrupted. So we, we It was gonna be like hours of me hand stitching uh, together right. this episode. Yeah. So you guys know we were on the road and uh, we we wanted to do the mini sode on the road and uh, we debated taking all of the equipment with us and just we didn't have we enough didn't room, have guys. Enough room. We we went out of town, five people out of town for two weeks. Uh, there wasn't enough room for three microphones, three laptops, soundboards. I don't Actually, know how we fit what we had anyways. I, I don't know either. I don't know. It was yeah. it was the it was best like, it was mom. How does it that van we've ever done? So I packed that van, I'll have you know. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we however, had more stuff on the way back. So yeah, we right. did. We had like. <laughs> uh, but what happened, guys, is that uh, we decided to record on our cell phones. and yeah. to Apparently, try whatever stuff. we were using just won't hold 30 minutes worth of recorded content. So. No, it's that like, didn't, it didn't get working. the snap. Is that what it was? It didn't get the snap. I think that's why it messed up and Trips didn't pick so, up our so sound Trip, cue. Trip used one app and Corbin and I used a different app and we tried to do an audio sync snap so that we would know how to, when we put them all together, gobbledygook, back-end stuff that nobody really cares about. Suffice it to say, uh, like Corbin said, it would have taken probably four hours of, of audio engineering to produce our 20-minute mini-sode. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we, we scrapped it. Thankfully, thankfully, we recorded that, and then we were Listen going to, to go it. straight into the series recap. But we're like, no, nah, Took a break. Something happened. We were like, let's, we had to let's take not break. No, we had yet. to leave somewhere. I thought it was to, like, eat lunch or something. I think it was. was So we were like, okay, I'll just get this thing uploaded real quick. Yeah, Corbin said, oh, I'll just stitch it together and then it'll be fine. people came in. Something. People came in. So Corbin tried to stitch together the three separate audio recordings and realized, okay, Trent's mic didn't pick up the snap, so we couldn't really sync them very like perfectly so we had a weird echo effect going on but then we were like okay we can figure that out we can mitigate that yeah. and then Corbin got down the road and realized that my recording and his recording were like five minutes apart from each it other it was insane yeah. ten like, minutes into the episode crazy. I synced them up as best as I could there was still unfortunately an echo and then I get like Ten minutes down the road and we're a full minute yeah. off from each other so guys all that to say the minisode uh, time crashed. It did not. Uh, it did not go well. No, it was. But uh, we we put a lot of work into it. We had a lot of fun, and on top of that, Jared um, had a great uh, segment for us. A great classic Who connection segment for us. So we didn't want to do nothing. We thought about just let's just release 
Jared's segment because yeah, he didn't have audio issues. Yeah. Um, but we thought, <clears throat> you know what, let's just go back. So this is going to be like a mini mini-sode yeah. because um, unfortunately... I was shooting from the hip with a lot of my trivia for that mini-sode, and that's been now, what, seven weeks ago? I don't even hardly remember what happened so, in the episode at this point. Uh, well, this is this is the one where uh, uh, Matt... Uh, here we go. The super short recap says, this is the one where Smith and Jones say goodbye and the Doctor forgets to turn on the TARDIS shields, so he collides with another TARDIS. Uh, bumps into an older version... Uh, well, I guess technically a younger version of himself. Yeah. Uh, he runs into... The, uh, the Fourth, fifth doctor, fifth. Uh, da- uh, Peter. Hilarity Davis. ensues, you know. Yes, and hilarity ensues. Um, so many in inside jokes. Uh, so many old the celery stalk references. Uh, yes, a celery stalk. Oh, look at me! I'm wearing a vegetable. Uh, that was my personal favorite line of the episode. Yes. Uh, so, guys, that that's the uh, the basic rundown of what happened. Um, but the reason that I wanted to do this mini-sode so much was because of the the Tennant Davison connection. Okay. So when when this episode aired. There was a lot of Davis and Tennant connection already. And I don't want to step on Jared's toes because it's been a while since we heard the segment, but I believe he talked a little bit about this. Uh, So I'll circle back around to that stuff. What what we didn't key into, Jared Jared does a great job of uh, cluing us into the classic Who connections. But Tennant and Davison, after this episode... Uh, have some other interesting connections. So in the series that we're entering into, into series four, there's an episode coming up starring uh, Peter Davison's daughter, whose name now completely escapes me, and I don't have it in the notes. Do this I? happened during the episode we recorded. Yeah. Did it originally? See? Yeah. This is why we're redoing it. Um, so at any rate, Peter Davison's daughter plays... and I. I I don't, I'm not going to give any spoilers here. I'm just going to tell you that her character's name is the Doctor's Daughter. Okay? Yeah. And that, that'll that all... I, I just don't want to say anything about it. Okay. Um, y'all know me in spoilers. However, so she plays a character called the Doctor's Daughter. And um, she, at the time of filming, was a Doctor's Daughter. She was the daughter of the actor who played the fifth Doctor, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a neat little... That was a oh, fun little... actually cool. the Doctor's Daughter. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun little oh, wink and a nod. Cool. However, eventually what happens is, uh, so David Tennant met, met her, um, Corbin, for the love, Google it while I'm talking. Okay. Find out her name. Uh, put in uh, D- David Tennant's wife. Uh, so they met on the set of, of filming this episode and kind of hit it off and started up a friendship. And the friendship turned into a little bit more. And then what do you know? They are now married. married. As <laughs> David I said, Tennant and Georgia Tennant. Georgia Tennant, and her name was... Georgia Moffat. Georgia Moffat uh, Tennant is, is, I think, her full name now. So at any rate, she... Um, so she played... She was a daughter of one of the doctors. She played the... Uh, so she was the daughter of the fifth doctor, like, mm-hmm. in, in the real world. <laughs> and then she plays the doctor's daughter with the tenth doctor, and then is now the tenth doctor's wife. Uh, so weird. Which means... Which means the fifth doctor is the tenth doctor's father in law. Mm, so strange. Dun, dun, dun. Right? <laughs> right? Um, so uh, I just thought that was, that was hilarious. Oh, and then um, I think I referenced this. Right before we filmed the last episode, uh, Georgia Tennant posted on her, 
her Instagram, I think it was. Remember I showed you all the picture? Mm-hmm. So she she took a picture. You showed us with no reference as to what it meant, by yeah. the way. Oh, right. You're, you're just like, hey, look at this funny joke. And we're like, we don't get it. Why is the fifth Why doctor and the tenth so doctor in the same house? <laughs> and who is Georgia? What in the world? All right. So, so Georgia took a picture. So at some point over the holidays, they were all together, and Peter Davison is changing a, out a light bulb while David Tennant watches. And so she snapped a picture, and you have, and we'll have to we'll have to put this in the show notes. You have a picture of David Tennant looking up as Peter Davison is changing a light bulb, and she puts the caption, "How many doctors does it cha- take to change a light bulb?" Um, so keep in mind, Dad just showed this to us. <laughs> And then we found uh, out later, while recording the episode, why think, this was funny to him. I think I even had to tell you that that was the fifth doctor. Like, that wasn't yeah, readily was apparent. Like, yeah, it's so like... I wouldn't recognize him right offhand. Like, <laughs> there's Tennant, and he's with someone. <laughs> hey, look, it's the tenth doctor and some other guy with a light bulb. Cool. Cool story, Dad. Why are we <laughs> talking about the doctor? All right, yeah. so um, so with that in mind, uh, let's, let's go into uh, Jared's segment here. And uh, and that'll refresh my memory about how much he talked about with the Tennant Davison connection that already existed, and and then I'll fill in some gaps if I if if he left any because I don't remember. So yeah, me neither. All right. Hey there, noobs in the Whovian. It's Jared, and I've got some more classic Who connections for you. There's a whole bunch of classic Who connections in this little eight-minute mini episode. There are so many Classic Who connections that I could start my own podcast on Classic Who connections and spend an entire month covering just this little episode. But I'm not going to start my own podcast. You guys do such an awesome job with that. I'm just going to limit my observations today to three main points. First one, we've got character choices. David Tennant loved watching Peter Davidson play the fifth doctor growing up. In fact, it inspired him to become an actor. So of course, Tennant's going to take a lot of what he saw in Davidson and include that in his character, in his portrayal of the doctor. He even mentions a couple of these things towards the end of the episode. He talks about how when they both get excited, they get the high squeaky voice thing going on. Can't do it very well myself, but... They both do that. We see with Davidson, that comes out more and more during his three-year run as the Fifth Doctor. Tennant also talks about how they're both dashing about. They both have a lot of high energy. They bring a lot of energy to the role. Davidson really brought out how this was one big grand adventure. He was just out having a big party and enjoying the adventure of exploring the universe and whatever happened to come up, he's gonna explore it. He's gonna check it out. Tennant does the same thing. I know other doctors do this, but these two really highlight it in ways that other doctors don't. They embrace the universe with open arms and just want to go check everything out. They're also both very idealistic. They always give everything the benefit of the doubt at first. There's got to be some good in there to everything to them. There's got to be some hope. Okay, maybe not for the Daleks and maybe the Cybermen, but everything else. There's just this opportunity for it to show some good before they jump to any conclusions. Very much positive thinking, very idealistic. A couple of other things I want to point out. These aren't so much character choices, but just more similarities in the characters. They're both on the younger side of the scale. Okay, Davidson actually in interviews felt he was too young to be playing the doctor. 
but obviously he went forward with the role. And uh, Tenet, not the youngest, but also on the younger side of the scale. And both of them have similar regenerations. They both regenerate, and there's some issues there at the end of their regeneration cycle. And that leaves the companions on their own, having to deal with the problems on their own before the doctor can come out of it and help. Next thing I want to talk about is the sonic screwdriver, because Tennant makes this little quip about the fifth doctor going hands-free. That's because the fifth doctor, after a little bit, didn't have a sonic screwdriver. He started out with one, but he lost it when it was incinerated by a laser gun in the story The Visitation. This happened because producer John Nathan Turner, he had the writers destroy it, and he didn't want them to bring it back because he felt that the sonic screwdriver made it too easy for the doctor to get out of these sticky situations that he gets into on his adventures and with his companions. I don't think that this really worked because, remember, he's got... Time Lord technology in his pockets. He's got so much stuff in those pockets. He was still pulling out these debugging devices and these laser cutters and whatever else he needed from his pockets. So I don't know that it really did what the producer wanted it to do by taking it away, but it was gone from Davidson's time and we don't see it on TV until the 1996 movie with the Eighth Doctor. So the Seventh Doctor didn't have a sonic screwdriver on TV. So we have in other genres where the Seventh Doctor has a sonic screwdriver, uh, maybe books or the comic books, but we don't see it on TV again until that movie. And this is the episode where they finally explain why the Doctor just didn't build a new sonic screwdriver after his was destroyed. Tennant sort of leaves it hanging there that maybe it was just Davison's choice not to have one, or the Fifth Doctor's choice not to have a sonic screwdriver after that. Finally, we get to the most iconic point. Tennant talks about wearing a plant on his lapel. Okay, the celery, the Fifth Doctor celery. That was also John Nathan Turner. It was his idea to put a piece of celery on his lapel. He just came forward looking at the costume saying, let's put some celery on that lapel. You know, you look, it's a giant lapel on that jacket. It's begging for something. I don't know how he came up with celery. There are some people that have some theories, but I'm not going to get into that. But Davison agreed to wear it if they explained why that celery was there. So we have him discovering celery in his first story, Castrovalva, which, spoiler alert, if you're into watching Classic Who, might want to pause your listening for a little bit, but Castrovalva was an imaginary world brought on by the Master to trick the Doctor. And so, that he in that world, he finds the celery and thinks, ah, and says, ah, I'm in civilization, and he eats the celery there, and he must have put one into his pocket, because at the end of the story, he doesn't wear it till the end of that first story, but at the end of his story, he just pulls it out of his pocket without saying a word, and puts it on his lapel. And then we have the celery from there, clear for three years. It was the last story that they finally put something in about why he wears the celery. Okay, he did use it in the middle there to try and detect if there was some air moving in, the tun in a tunnel, but that wasn't really giving the reason why he's wearing it. He could have done that with other things. So in the last story, we have him saying that he wears it because he's allergic to certain gases in the Praxis range, 
and if those gases were present, the celery would turn purple, and at that point, he would eat the celery. And if nothing else, it would be good for his teeth. That's it. That's all we get as the reason why he wears the celery. Other doctors talk about health benefits of celery. We even have mentions to come in episodes that if you're following Noobs in the Whovian, you haven't gotten to yet. Little mentions of celery. I think there are little jabs at this quirky little thing that the doctor wore. I don't, I don't even know. You watch this episode and you see him mention it and it's kind of like, wait, is he joking? Because he's talking to his companion about it. She's saying, why do you wear that celery? Is he joking? I, I don't know. I'm not sure about it. Go watch the episode and give some feedback to Noobs in the Whovian. I want to hear if you, if you think that it's a good, good reason why he's wearing the celery or not. Okay, that's all I'm going to share on this one. There's lots more connections. Go out and watch some Davison. He's the favorite doctor of a lot of people. Go out and watch him. See if you can find some more connections. All the information comes from tardis.wikia.com and uh, there was a second one. Oh yeah, my memory. I almost forgot about that just now. Thanks so much, noobs in the Whovian. We'll talk to you again next time. All right, fun stuff right there. So, um, man, the celery. What? <laughs> I know, right? Corbin just said, that's just, like, typical doctor. Right I know. There. It's like, eats celery at the beginning of the episode, pulls it out of his pocket, slaps it on his vest or whatever it is. Lapel. Eh, suit. I guess I'll have this and on my lapel now. <laughs> this is my thing now. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of, of Matt Smith. Um, he's he Every now and then, he'll try something out like that. He'll just be like, uh, he's like, yeah, it's a fez. I wear a fez now. You know, and when he first said that, I remember going, oh my gosh, is he going to wear this now forever? You know? <laughs> Every I, single episode, that would be so awesome. That would be great. <laughs> well, and, and a lot of people cosplay. Bow ties as, are cool. Smith, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like he went with the bow tie and like owned it. Like he, yes. <laughs> that's a running thing. Um, but yeah, that is that is just typical doctor to be like, well, this will be the thing you remember the fifth doctor for the <laughs> celery, you know, like, what do we I'm wearing a vegetable. <laughs> Every doctor has that thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, glasses. Ninth doctor was probably the leather jacket he I was going to say, yeah, the, yeah, he was the uh, the emo doctor. Long, swishy coat. <laughs> so, um, no, so Jared, Jared uh, did make a lot coat. of those, uh, a lot of those connections. Like we said, uh, the fact that uh, Tennant basically became an actor because of Davison. Um, so for me, um, oh, oh, and that, uh, that's what it was. That was the big connection there was in the episode. I was trying to imagine what would it be like for Tennant to, um, to, to, to work with Davison. Right, mm-hmm. To do this episode, it must literally have been, meeting his role model I, on the show that his role model starred on, yeah. like, like oh my god, meeting his role model, playing the character that got him into acting while playing the same character. Like, I know, that's right? Um, and by the way, no other show it's but like Doctor Everyone's can do that. dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the only other way you could do this would be like. Uh, like James Bond is the only other yeah. you know franchise where you could do this you know where you have multiple actors you know that or like cover that same I character. don't know series that take up an entire multiverse or something then you can have crossovers like that but yeah yeah, yeah. so um, I, there's a moment in the minisode where he says uh, right right at the end and he says you know what you were my doctor 
And we've talked about that before, about how everybody has like their doctor, their companion, their favorite Sonic, their favorite TARDIS interior, you know, and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Um, oh, I also thought that was funny. He, uh, Davison had a little joke about the interior of the TARDIS. Do you yeah. remember that? He was like, you've changed the desktop settings. What is this one called? Coral? <laughs> <laughs> Are we underwater right now? What is that this? That was hilarious. Um, I, I did love, I love the little jabs that they gave to each other throughout. Um, but I, I love that moment at the end where Tennant says, you were my doctor, you know? And, and he said something to the effect of um, basically like, I, I'll always remember being you. Like, I, I loved being you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you were my doctor. And I think it's funny that, um, you know, like, from what I understand, this is supposed to be canon. You know, this is not just a throwaway thing. This happened yeah. in between two canonical episodes. So it's supposed to be canon. So well, I, I mean, who knows? You can't hardly find it anywhere. Huh? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. But canon as far as, like, does it count? You know, the whole, you know, you know yeah. is this, you know, like, when we have the books... You know, so there was a, a ver- there was a version of a story where it was a, the book, and then they turned it into an episode. Yeah, so which one is canon? Yeah, and remember, both. Yeah, apparently, yeah, tar- yeah Tardis. Uh, the, the Wikia page likes to. The Eighth Doctor had a similar experience. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. but it was the same story. We have we have it in canon that the Doctor's favorite Doctor is the Fifth Doctor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. right. You know, like again, what other show could you have like that? So, um, so I think that was I think that was all of the the connections that we really wanted to talk about. Uh, only thing really left to do is for us to just talk about you know scale of one to ten. What do we think? No creep factor on this one whatsoever. This was no. just no. fun and laughs. It was literally for a children's special. So yeah, um, you know, it wasn't made to be creepy. At exactly. All. Yeah. So trip scale of one to ten. What are you going to give it? Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to rate because like it wasn't a full episode, really. So it's sure, kind of like just on its own merits, not not compared to anything mm, else. I mean, it was it was good overall, but I mean, I, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> probably an eight or nine, eight, eight and a half, I guess. An eight and a half, eight and a half, what? Uh, celery stuff. <laughs> oh man, you took mine. I was about to say celery sticks. Eight and a half celery, purple or green? <laughs> purple. Oh, yeah, God. purple, the vaccine oh. kind. That's right. Apparently, <laughs> Corbin, what do you think? Uh, I gotta agree with Trip. This is like an eight for me. It was really solid, but I do want to point out the fact that it didn't seem like they planned this at all. They had <laughs> because at the end of whatever. Uh, what's the last episode called of the second series? Uh, the Last of the Time Lords? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, he's... This, like, it cuts directly to the point from him all, like, sad or whatever because Martha left mm-hmm. and you don't hear the voice and then the Titanic just crashes into the ship. Right. But then they have a... They just kind of work around that and be like, oh, you just didn't see that part. Well, yeah. And I think if they had made it so, like, we just kind of vaguely see them suddenly crash, then it'd be like, okay, that's a bit more acceptable. But then it just skips straight to the Titanic. And even still, Mm -hmm. I think it's a solid 8. Even still, it's a solid 8. Uh, 8 out of 10... 
favorite doctors, doctors, or <laughs> doctors, favorite doctors. Eight out of ten doctors, favorite doctors. Uh, I'm Confusing gonna, timelines. Okay. <laughs> I, I am going to... This this might be my favorite thing we've seen so far. Really? I mean, this it's just so much fun. It's I just know. It's silly and fun, and it's self-referential. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it like a 9.75. Wow. <laughs> And I'm only giving just it saving that tiny room I'm for saving, it to be better. Here's the thing: I'm saving it because if I had been a classic Who fan, I would have enjoyed it even more. Like yeah. if I was already a big Fifth Doctor fan, I would have enjoyed it even more. We've uh, gotten all the references, exactly. Like Jared yeah. pointed out, he could do a whole podcast on this right. one or whatever. And it's uh, it's by the way, it's just it, it's. It's it kind of is fan service, and I know fan service yeah. is like an F word. Um, it's like a bad word. You can't say fan service because th- people say, "Oh, that's just fan service." In when they when they showed that game resume in Star Wars, I'm like, you know what? I kind of like fan service. What's wrong with fan service? I don't yeah. care. You know, like you're you're giving a shout out and saying, "Hey, remember this thing that you love? We're going to remind you of that thing you love in this new thing that we hope you love too." Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with it, but. Uh, so, but again, there was some of the fan service I didn't get, you know, and so it was like mm-hmm. later on doing the research, I went, oh, that's what's with oh. the vegetable. I didn't know what that was all about. Um, and why he said you're all hands-free or wireless or yeah. whatever you call it. I think he said hands-free. We didn't talk about that at all. The fact that the fifth, sixth, and seventh doctor didn't have a Sonic at that's all. That's amazing to me. That it's is like, unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. They just got rid of it. Yeah, it's like... That'd be like if... eh, Doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, right, yeah. It'd it'd be be like like if if Star Wars got rid of lightsabers or something. It's like... Or if they just did, uh, you know, two or three seasons of Star Trek without the Enterprise involved at all. I know. You know, like, what? Um, But... At any rate, yeah, that that, that, that blows my mind. And I never knew that before. I never knew that. I did challenge Jared uh, because he started getting into some stuff. We were talking about, in, in some emails, we were talking about the Sonic and how... It, it went away, and I told him, I was like, that's blowing my mind. I did not know about that uh, until I listened to his segment. And I said, you know, I would really like to hear a segment, a classic Who segment on the Sonic itself. Because it's like, it's almost a character in the yeah. show. As much as the TARDIS is a character in the show, uh, the Sonic is like it, its own thing. It's gone through so many transformations. Exactly. And uh, so I think I think he's he's gonna he's putting that in his back pocket. Like when it's appropriate, like I think it's he's a gonna, Sonic, huh? <laughs> nice, uh-huh. very nice. That one wasn't all that. He funny, put that but... in in his uh, in his Time Lord pocket. Yes, uh, his lapel. Later. <laughs> right under the safely nestled beneath the celery stalk. <laughs> all right, uh, well, guys, that's all we've got for this mini mini sode here. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and ski daddle because uh, we're gonna go ahead and move right into recording the uh, next episode, episode forty. So uh, I'm not 100 percent sure what we're gonna do for the release schedule. Uh, Corbin and I are gonna um, come we're, up. With we're it. talking about it a little bit, so the three of us are gonna put our heads together and figure out: Are we just gonna release both of these this weekend? And let you get all of the noobs in the hoovian you can handle, or probably because this one's really short. It's only like twenty uh, minutes yeah. long. So here's the thing, guys. Uh, look in your feed. You'll either see the next episode, or you'll yeah, see it won't. in a week because we're going to record it right now and either release it 
with this one or we're going to release it a week later. I don't know. Uh, so at any rate, guys, uh, I think that's all we've got. Make sure that you uh, check us out at uh, facebook.com slash noobsandthehoovian. You can always email us at noobsandthehoovian at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. We're on the minisode. Um, let us know, um, even if it's after the series recap is out, let us know what you thought of the series recap. Uh, the other thing is, and we'll mention this again next time, is that our next episode up is going to be a classic Who episode. So we're going to be covering the first story, uh, the very first story, and, which I think is at least three episodes, maybe four episodes long. I can't remember. <laughs> so if you go to um, if you go to Amazon yes. and um, and subscribe to BritBox, you can get a hold of that. And um, I tell you what, what we're going to do is I am going to. Uh, throw a link in the show notes that will be our Amazon affiliate link. Now, here's how affiliate links work. If you click that link and buy a product through Amazon, it will not change your experience at all, but we would get a portion of the proceeds. And so we have yet to make any money on Noobs and the Whovian. (laughs) In fact, we would have to make a pretty good amount of money just to break even at this point. Yeah. The amount of uh, cover the costs of this episode. Right, mm-hmm. right, and um, and we do this because we love it. We do it because we love Doctor Who. Uh, but if we could, if we could make money on this and if do we could like receive even something more, bad, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. If we, if we, uh, if we were making money on this, then we would have even more time to throw at it and even more fun stuff that we could do. But um, if we never make a dime, we we like doing this because it's fun yeah. for us. And now. It's like we've got an audience, <laughs> and it's like fun now to all. Yeah, now we yeah. actually have someone that's. That's right. We recorded us. for a solid year, not knowing if really anybody was listening. I mean, there was a few. There were some folks. There were some folks. Obviously, um, I mean, we can see the stats and all that. But. That's right. Oh, speaking of, uh, awkward pause. Are you looking for listener input? While we're waiting for this, there's two things I wanted to point out. Go for it. First of all. Our last episode we recorded on this one, uh-huh. we called it a mini-sode, yet it was longer than our first episode that we did. <laughs> yeah, how long? This how one long might even turn long? out being longer. How long was it again? It, it was, was like 30 minutes. It was 30 like, minutes. It was, yeah, and, yeah. And how long was our first one? It was like... It was like 28 minutes know. or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Not episode zero, but episode one. Episode yeah. zero was yeah. like super short. So. It was like Episode one was minute. super short as well, though. It was pretty short. It was yeah. it was under a half an hour. I know that because mm-hmm. I was surprised. Um, I just looked it up. 2,944 total downloads. So that's that's where wow. we're at with our with our stats and everything. So we're about to hit 3,000 downloads. So thank you guys so much for, for listening. Um, subscribe wherever you found us. Leave a rating wherever you found us. Um, and share us with a friend. If you th- Trip makes fun of me because anytime we're out and about out and somebody says anything remotely about Doctor I make Who, fun of you about that too. You do. Um, I say, hey, uh, we have a podcast. I like Doctor Who. Do you like Doctor Who? Do you know what a podcast is? We've got a podcast. Do you know how to listen to stuff on a phone? There's a weird. There is a weird barrier that some people don't understand what podcasts are or that they even exist. Ethan doesn't. Our exactly. Ethan, yeah. you know he, he came what? on a show. Yeah, and he was on the show with us. Um, so I do need to get us some some business cards made up because. Okay, we were, whoops, we were whoops. at the mall. <laughs> uh, we were at the mall the other day, and we walked into Hot Topic again, and we're in the Doctor Who section again. Mm-hmm. And some, there was uh, this very weird Jodie Whittaker doll in there. It was yeah, super yeah. strange. But, um, and like we had a friend with us who song. does not know Doctor Who at all, and he said, "What's this thing?" And we were looking at the sonic screwdriver, and I said, uh, "Let's see, how do I explain this to a non-Whovian?" I said. 
Uh, it it's a tool. It does whatever you want it to. Yeah, pretty much. I said it's a magic wand. I said it does whatever you need it to do. And then a lady walked by and goes, except on wood, and just kept walking. <laughs> Nice. I just wanted to like if I had a business card I would have like been like please please come back check out our podcast this would be awesome so. except for on wood yeah yeah except on wood and they just kept walking I was like that's awesome <laughs> so um, so at any rate we know there are, there are plenty of other Whovians out there so if you know one if you see somebody uh, with a Doctor Who bumper sticker which man are there a lot in Dallas yes um, we've yeah, got really. so many pictures Tell, leave, put a note on their windshield noobsintheHoovian.com <laughs> nice. just leave that with no context. They're whatsoever. like, oh, no, a parking ticket. And then they, Wait, what yeah, is They'll this? come back and they'll think it's a note that somebody crashed into their car and then they'll be delightfully surprised to see, no, in fact, it's just Dr. a handwritten ad for a document <laughs> podcast. What's a podcast? All right. So at any rate, guys, um, Noobs and the Whovian, as always, is a production of Master Closet Studios where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. Hey, wait. That we don't know our jobs. We don't know. This guy. Our like, is that trip? Is that me? Guy, I don't know. This guy. Yeah, that would be me. Hey guys. And your trip. name is. There you go. And our production editor is. Is me, Corbin. Special I'm the production editor here. That's right. Special thanks to TardisOutWikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared, as always, for the classic Who segment. Uh, make sure, guys, that you reach out. Uh, if you if you are not the type to reach out and email your favorite podcast or send us a voicemail or something like that, then share us with a friend. Leave us a review. Yes. Do whatever you can bad do for to you. help get the word out. Because Not because we're awesome, but because we watch an awesome show together and we want as many people to know about it as possible. So, Alright guys, uh, that's all we've got. Until next time, my name's Austin, I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And, and we're the Whoops. And we will see you next time. Bye! I never got to point out the second thing, which is that I don't think you can legally find Time Crash <laughs> anywhere on the internet. It was on Except Vimeo, and like the day after we watched it, it got taken down. Yeah. And the only thing we could find, aside from like a backwards version, was a really crappy version of it someone recorded on their phone of their TV. Right. Because some and people just don't know how to one. record it. Yeah, there was a Russian one. Live from Master Closet Studios, my name is Austin, and this is my son, Trip. Hi, guys. And he's going to say a few things like he's talking on the show. Hey, guys. <laughs> is that how you talk on the show? Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of whatever this show is. Trip, it's been so long, Trip doesn't remember <laughs> anymore. Trip, no, I don't remember Trip, anything. All of us, during the break, Trip developed a YouTube voice. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you mean loud and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, let's listen to that. Oh my gosh! Don't do that, trip. <laughs>